Café Sofé is an unscripted interview-style podcast featuring a member of the LGBT plus community every single week. This is a trigger warning before our episode starts. This episode deals with topics of silliness, stupidity, and the most terrifying of all, musical theatre. Welcome to Cafe Sophie. What can I get for you? Um, can I just let you know first, I've got my reusable cup. Is that all right? Yeah. Oh, we're very, very green here. Don't worry. We will take your reusable cup and fully throw it in the trash where it belongs. Don't worry about that. Um, can I have a, um, a venti peach green tea lemonade with extra peach and extra strawberry and just a dash of ice? Okay, I got the word ice. Um... Is that okay? Just ice? Um, maybe with a little bit of peach thrown in there, I'll be alright. Some peachy ice. So I'll put that down. Some peachy ice. Um, could I get your name for the cup, please? Um, Lola Fierce. Okay. Lola La Farce. Got it. So, Lola, um, you know, your drink is going to take a while. We don't really do flavoured ice here. So we're going to try and work that out um, just in the kitchen area, but Oh, you're waiting. Do you want to do a little fun thing I have every time someone interesting comes into the cafe? Sure, why not? Great. So if you could just move aside and I'll talk to the person behind you. Um... <laughs> oh, oh no, they've walked out the door. Never mind. Okay. Ah, so Lowell, um, I do this little fun thing called Expresso Yourself. It's sort of a little game where I just ask you some generic questions about yourself with a few fun ones thrown in, because I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people in this coffee shop listen in to the conversations I have with um, other customers. Honestly, I would not pay by card. It is... You're, you're fully going to get identity theft. Fully, because that is the most common thing people love to do, is listen to other people's conversations and then try and put their two pence in where they're not meant because they don't even know what the rest of the conversation's about. Exactly. You get it. Lowell, you've been around. So, um, where are you from, Lowell? I'm from Paisley in Renfrewshire. Oh. I love the little um, town, just where the airport is, where the planes fly in the air. Ah, so there's like an easy escape route. Yeah. On a wee easy jet. Hilarious. So, Lowell, um, what are you known for doing? What are you known for? Um, I'm known for being a drag queen who sings, dances, acts, writes her own original music, um, and um, likes to sing some songs by a very famous ponytail diva called Ariana Grande quite a lot. But um, it's fun to just get out there and break free from that person that you are and live your fantasy. Wonderful. Okay, so what kind of songs do you do? Are you fully a cover artist or do you have your, you know, own music you might plug incessantly everywhere you go? 
You know, I do like to do some cover songs. I don't mind a wee um, Proud Mary and a wee um, uh, Ariana Grande moment or a Lady Gaga or a Beyonce, anything like that. But, you know, I am a very good gal who likes to write her own songs. Like, um, I have a song called Losing Myself, Festive Cheer, a whole entire album called Out of the Box, which is available now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, anywhere you can stream and download your music now. I mean, I really think this is the music that you should be playing in this coffee shop. It would maybe just brighten up the day and make everyone feel a little bit more fierce and fabulous. Wow, I got practically no words that you said in that entire sentence. Um, so what is one of the things you are proud of being a musical drag queen? Um, one of the things I'm proud of is, I mean, as you know, probably like this past year, we've been in a, a lockdown here and there on and off then and again. Um, and the very first lockdown, um, I was meant to have an album come out towards the end of last year that doesn't come out to this year. But um, last year, I took all those unreleased songs of mine that I had and I put them all together and I created an album all by myself. I um, made every single instrumental, mixed every single track, made the artwork, styled the hair, did everything for it and put it all together. And that's probably something I'm most proud of because I can say that I did everything for it and something that I never thought I could do because I pushed myself outside of my comfort zone to kind of try things that I'd never done before and use the skills that I'd learned before when I was a wee youngster down at the college down in Greenock and studying some um, musical technology. That wasn't technology, it was more performance, but you know what. Again, didn't get a single word of that. How about you tell me, what was the most um, challenging part of that entire process of releasing your own album? Um, the most challenging part of that process was trying to um, build all the tracks together at first because it was something I'd never done before and it was a new kind of um, step for me because I was used to writing the song and then someone else made the instrumental and then I recorded the song and then the song came out and it kind of went like that but um, this was a new process where that um, other person wasn't there, there was no middleman, it was kind of just me and um, me and the songs so that was kind of a challenge itself but probably then if I think now even more the biggest challenge was trying to release it in a pandemic because you missed so much of the performance element to it you didn't have any gigs and all that so it was very much the only way you had to promote things was online and social media and there's only so many times you can share things before you think I'm annoying people is it too much so I'm like do you know what I'm very excited hopefully in the year to be able to bring out an album that I might get to perform on stages and have fun with people singing along. That sounds wonderful. So what is something that you strive towards when you're making new music? Um, something I strive towards making new music is being able to like find the kind of relatable factors for people, making people be able to like kind of relate to them and find some catchy songs too and stuff like that. Like I have um, a song called Losing Myself which is all about um, the kind of difference between me personally doing drag and the person I am in drag and the person I am out of drag which a lot of people came to me and messaged me and stuff like that and told me their stories and things of how they related to the song really well because they had been through that part where they had struggled to decide not decide such but to discover who they were really truly because drag had like taken over so things like that and also just kind of having those moments to make people smile and be able to just be themselves that's what like fierce and fabulous is all about just being yourself have fun and just be fierce and fabulous because that's what you got to be 
So you mentioned that um, the song Losing Yourself was about both being in and out of drag and how that affects you. How does that affect you more specifically in your daily life? Well, I would say now, um, after having like realised a lot of things, I would always say now it's much more um, a bigger personality and a bigger version of who I am. Out of drag is what I am in drag. So for me, nowadays it doesn't really affect as much as it maybe did before. When I used to do like my first job and I kind of, I, I want to say like an old man's pub, more like a local pub and all this thing. Kind of more then was it more of a um, effect thing where you were kind of, people didn't really understand who you were and people didn't get the concept of drag and things like that. But now working in um, environments that people get it and um, also now because it's much more, mainstreaming elements with TV shows and things like that um, people understand it a bit more and things like that so like I have people in like my work right now and all that that have like bought t-shirts and like streamed music are excited for when shows come back to go and see the shows and things like that so I feel like now I just treat it as you know what I'm just going to be me and have fun and do it because I want to do it and love it and that's where the whole factor of I'm like do you know what I didn't actually lose myself at all I just discovered that Lola was this bigger person of who I really am. I just got to be it without feeling like I was judged and I kind of then tried to incorporate that in my day-to-day life by being like, do you know what? I'm going to be like that all the time, but I'm just not going to have a ponytail or a pair of six-inch slippers on to do it. Mm. So how did you become a bigger person? I assume you wore them stilts. That's how you became a physically bigger person. That one and uh, just eating. I'm kidding. I mean, I'm a bigger gal here, um, but um, no, do you know what? You put on some settles and you kind of, the bigger personality is much more just a lot more lively and adventurous and a lot more kind of um, not scared to push themselves to go outside their comfort zone of it. So that's the kind of um, way that I get to be that bigger personality of it. And I also just get to wear bigger, brighter things and um, wear big hair, wear um, big makeup and all these things and get to wear some sequins and look dazzling and sparkling wonderful so here's a question i've been wanting to ask you the entire time that you've been standing in front of me in this coffee what inspires Uh you what inspires me i would say a lot of things that inspire me are things like um there's a musical called kinky boots if you've ever heard of it um and that's on kai boots Boots. ah yes no i went to boots the other day and it was fairly kinky If I remember correctly, those skincare products. Mm. They are, but it's one of those lotions and powders. (laughs) It's one of those you find the sex in the heel. um, And I feel like that show just inspires me a lot because it really got me into learning that I could just be whoever I wanted to be and do what I wanted to do and um, kind of just grow as a person, I feel. Um, And I also feel like um, there's a lot of people. Um, around me that I have like great people that inspire me and things like that like a, a amazing family and friends to support so one person that really inspires me is my drag mother um, because she's like someone who I really look up to and am inspired by but when we became like a drag family it was nice to be able to learn and grow from this person and she's taught me a lot of things she's always there to say if something works something doesn't work and I think that's the thing having that honest advice there to be able to say this works that doesn't work just don't even go there with that one because that's not that's not going to work. It's um, a good part of the face. So um, having CJ Banks is um, 
I Drag Mother and someone that I look up to is something that really inspires me a lot and of course I wouldn't say I'm not inspired by the ponytail gal Ariana Grande herself because her music just makes me smile and getting to perform her just brings me so much joy and so much like happiness because I'm getting to live a fantasy. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned your drag mother. Um, you said you looked up to her. How much? How much taller is she? Um, she's actually smaller. <laughs> smaller so than it? me. Do just you like lie on the floor every time you look up to her? That's the only thing I can see of doing that. Okay. I try now, and kneel down for her. Kneel down or squat. Now, hard-hitting questions. Are you ready? Just the first thought comes into your head. Okay. Coca pets. Coke. Okay. Okay. Um, wow, I wasn't expecting us to get this dark so soon. Conversation. Okay. So, tell me, what are you most proud of you have done? Um, apart from my album, I would say things that I'm most proud of that I've done. Do you know what? See, doing um, a pageant that I was part of. Um, called Suck You with a person that um, was very very popular but she only got to the second place I know she should have probably won but hey you're saying it not me a random barista in a cafe you know I know do you know what if you met Sophie Sophia you would probably go that's a drag queen I never want to see again because she's just probably not as fierce as Lola fierce (laughs) but um Really? Well, like, even in the types of names, it sounds like you are maybe the benchmark and she is slightly above you in some way. Unbiased opinion, of course. Anyway, moving on. So what is something you're not proud of that you have done? Um, something I'm not proud of that I've done. Do you know what? There is times in your early drag career that you maybe make choices and there's maybe people that are there to um, offer help and support, but um, it's not maybe as much as help support that you think it is. So probably there's early on a a few choices and things that I maybe jumped on a bandwagon before, but you learn and grow as an artist to learn and see that these things um, weren't as good back then. But I'm very glad that um, I have grown as an artist and um, built myself up to be able to now know exactly who I am, what I want to do and where I want to go so probably I would say even though there was times that was maybe odd bad choices and things, um, I'm very proud of who I've become now and the artist that I've grown to be and um, only other one bad choice I would say was thinking that Bring It On was a very good um, comedy to work with for a comedy challenge because um, <laughs> you all know that apart from Spirit fingers, not much else is funny. So, um, yeah, that was a choice and a half. But you know what? You learn from it and you grow for it. And that's the thing. I didn't let bring it on face me. I just prayed for my life, like Kesha says, and kept going to the following week until I just said, crack open that fire exit. I ain't playing anymore. And I left. <laughs> I didn't leave. I left the following week. But that was the joke because I didn't get my call into you. Again, not a word of that went through. So you've mentioned about some of the stuff you're known for. What is something you want people to know about you? 
Um, something I would say I want people to know about me is like just being able to be yourself and feel inspired like you can be you. A lot of things I'd say I'd like to know for is the music um, that I um, write and create because that's something I'm very, very proud of. Things like that and hopefully one day maybe able to get to play Lola um, herself in Kinky Boots um, which could have potentially happened um, last year but obviously the world fell to shit so that didn't. Um, but do you know what, those are things like being proud to be able to do that. Also being the first um, suck of all stars winner and the only one for time right now hopefully. <laughs> um, like winning that in the first year and um, like winning the very first time I ever sung in drag was something that I was amazing for. So getting to be a gal that runs about and sings her own songs all the time. I feel that's something I'm very known for, for being a, a lucid as some people say, of um, Glasgow. Wow. I feel like you completely ignored the question I asked and answered it your own way. And that's what it's about, talking to strangers in a cafe. It's asking the question you want to hear, not the question you heard. Anyway, um, so that was Espresso Yourself. Um, I'm just going to go quickly into the back and, you know, cry. As you do. <laughs> <laughs>